Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Majorly Minor Podcast. I am your host, Maros John Ahi, and this is episode one of the podcast. Finally, finally, I created a podcast. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for a couple of years now, but I just couldn't find the time. I finally said, enough is enough. I got to do it. And so here we are. Um, And I know what you might be thinking. Doesn't everyone have a podcast nowadays? And the answer is yes, everyone does have a podcast nowadays. But um, this is going to be a little bit different. For starters, I'm not trying to become a famous podcast host. I'm not, you know, looking to become the next Joe Rogan. Uh, For me, this is all about having really interesting conversations with other creatives. Uh, I'm an architect, I'm a designer. I'm an artist, so I tend to have really interesting conversations with people. And so this podcast is just an opportunity for me to record these dope conversations, Um, which leads to the name, the Majorly Minor Podcast. Um, It's pretty self-explanatory, but basically we'll be discussing minor things in a major way. Uh, So for the first episode, it's actually going to be a three-part series, but It's going to be about someone who is definitely one of my biggest inspirations, um, Kanye West. I wanted to go through all of his albums one by one and with some talking points and just kind of do like a mini deep dive for each one. Uh, My guest is Armin Kara Oglanian. Armin is the founder of the Armenian Film Society in Los Angeles as well as the co-founder of Interiors, an online publication about architecture and film, as well as one of my best friends. Uh, Armin and I uh, have been fans of Kanye West since the very beginning. Um, Kanye is also a big part of our friendship over the past eight years. Um, So I definitely think Armin is the perfect person to talk to about this. Uh, we broke it down into three parts. Um, so part one, we'll be discussing the albums, the college dropout, late registration, and graduation, uh, which I refer to as, quote unquote, the old Kanye. Um, so without further ado, here is episode one. All right, we got Armin on the phone. Hey, what's going on? Hey, um, all right, so I kind of gave a little bit of an intro, um, kind of about what we're doing, but basically we're talking about Kanye's albums, um, and I just wanted to see, kind of before we get into it, how how do you feel about this conversation that we're having? Because you and I are pretty much like the same age, and he's been around for pretty much our whole like adult lives, I guess you could say, so... Basically, like, I want to know kind of how you feel going through, you know, 14 years of of music. Well, Kanye is, um, Kanye is an interesting artist. He's evolved considerably over the last um, few years and especially from, from his first, uh, first album. And so he's, 
by nature, just a very interesting person to talk about. And I can't quite think of another artist, um, whether it's a musician, a filmmaker, um, where you can really kind of delve into their work and have just such a great, um, uh, great conversation and also a great chance to sort of like uh, analyze their work and just talk about um, the different moments in their sort of like career tra- trajectory. So I'm excited about it. I think uh, I think there's a lot of ground to cover. And I think, you know, just kind of thinking about all the sort of albums he's done over the last couple of years. Um, there's so many different conversations that I think we can have about him and his career. So that that excites me. Yeah, no, I, I, you're absolutely right. I think um, the thing that I always think about him is that he's kind of like he's kind of like a TV show that just keeps evolving. And people have, you know, people are fans of like the early era and people are fans of obviously like the Yeezus era and stuff like that. So I just think it's interesting that like he's probably the only artist that you could really say like has distinct periods in his whole career. He didn't really do the same thing. Um, I mean, even this, the first three that we're talking about college dropout, late registration, graduation, they sound extremely different. Um, you know, now if you're listening to it now in 2018 as to when they came out. So yeah, I just think that's really interesting that, that he just keeps changing. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, just to kind of go off on that, um, I, I feel like, you know, everyone sort of like hits a peak where they're like really great. And then there's like a considerable drop off. I remember like I, I was a huge fan of Eminem and I thought he was doing some of the most interesting thing um, and everything he had built um, with the studio. And I don't think he makes interesting work um, anymore, like at all. And, um, and I just, I, I always thought, you know, he was going to consistently be good. And then you have other artists where, you know, they'll hit a peak and then, they'll just sort of either fall off or, you know, their career will just, career will just evolve in, you know, in, in different ways. Kanye is just such an interesting person. And so you have, um, what is it, 14 years now, and you just, um, you're just getting such a breath of work, but the artist is just evolving in, in unique ways all throughout. So you're getting like really great work, but you're also seeing like this evolution of this working artist, right? Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. And that's that's actually a really good point about the Eminem thing, because I think there's there's a lot of artists that their first album sounds exactly like their fifth album. And there basically hasn't been any change over time. And you see that all the time now. But with Kanye, like I was when I was listening to College Dropout, you know, there's songs where I'm like, this doesn't even sound like how it does now. Uh, but I, I but I also think it's like people are you know like Eminem was so you know specific to the time like yeah. in the late '90s and the early 2000s and that style doesn't necessarily like work anymore or yep. it's just not not as relevant. Kanye's really good at just like in my opinion like always being relevant because he he's just got such a distinct sound and so that that sound evolves but it's always about you know the present and we'll get to that when we talk about all the different albums but i think that that's really unique about him as an artist yeah no definitely um okay so let's get to the first one so college dropout um here's some just some facts about it it came out february 10th 2004 the singles off the album were Through the Wire, Slow Jams, All Falls Down, Jesus Walks, and The New Workout Plan. It was 21 songs long. It sold 441,000 copies in the first week. 
It's the best-selling album of his, um, and it went three times platinum in April 2015. And the Metacritic rating uh, is 87 out of 100. So just some facts about it before we get into it. So what's, what's your first memory that you have with the album, with that album? I love this question um, because <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I love the fact that I – Got, I came into Kanye at the beginning, um, and there's and I can't say that about a lot of you know like musicians, artists, filmmakers. Um, I'll typically discover them you know after the fact. But with Kanye, like and and College Dropout, my first memory is um, like seeing the like promotion for um, the album, seeing the promotion and the music video for. Um, through the wire, hearing the story, because I didn't know him as a producer. Um, and I didn't know that he had made all of these um, songs for, you know, Jay-Z and all these people. So I didn't, I didn't, you know, start, you know, before then, but um, I, I had just, um, I had just seen all of this like hype leading up to like the, the story of this guy who got in a car accident. And, um, and there was a, there was a show in LA for, it was a, it was a live TV show um, where different artists would come on and perform. And I heard Kanye was going to be on it. And I had sort of, I had gone a few times and seen different artists. This was, this was, you know, 2004. So, um, there was, you know, like 50 cent was popular and, and all these other Maroon five just sort yeah. of like come out. And I heard Kanye was going to be on there and I just, I had to get tickets. I had to get down there. And I remember standing in line with my sister and a few friends and no one who knew who Kanye was. There was a few people in the, there was a few people in the audience, but like there was two uh, musicians on the stage and that's how the show was structured. And everyone, I can't remember who this, the other artist was, but everybody was there for the other artist. And I was like the only wow. one that, yeah, I was the only <laughs> one that like was there for Kanye. Um, it might've even been, it might've even been 50 cent, but I'm not sure. And I remember just saying, you know, I, I can't wait to see him. And so here's a, here's a long story, uh, short version of this. Um, the stage, um, or like the venue was like really small. So I was actually like front row at was what was essentially a Kanye West, like concert. Wow. Um, he performed, um, through the wire, he performed Jesus walks and he was, I I've, you know, I've never been as close to an artist before. Um, and he, he performed all of these songs. I like knew the words to through the, through the wire. Again, I think I was like the only one in that room who did. And then he, he said there was there was someone on the piano and he stopped and he said, um, I want to introduce, you know, the, the 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 person on the uh, on the keys. He's going to be famous. You guys should all get his autograph. And so I got his autograph and that person ended up becoming John Legend. Wow. And <laughs> and then obviously, like Kanye had such a great career. And I look back and my like first memories of this album was that experience um, seeing the video for Through the Wire, which is still one of my favorite videos. Um, and then, you know, obviously with Jesus Walks and all of the other songs, just really seeing something I had never seen before and hearing something I had never heard before. And that was sort of like my introduction to Kanye West. Yeah. Wow. That's that's tough to beat. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think honestly, I kind of have the same I mean, not obviously not the same, but I mean, I have the same uh, memory in terms of seeing through the wire, the music video for it, and then just being like, what is this? And just being kind yeah. of confused as to like, 
this sounds so different, you know? And obviously yeah. like it brought on a whole style of this like chipmunk type of, you know, hip hop type of style. But at that time it was like, whoa, this is really different and this is really cool. And so, yeah, I remember going to Tower Records and buying the album when it, you know, the first week it came out and just loving it and just being like, I'm going to ride with this guy. And, you know, the whole aesthetic of the album, the whole, you know, his whole look and everything, like it was just so refreshing, I think. Um, did you did you immediately just get a sense like this is like an artist with like a capital A, like this is such yeah. a like fully formed individual? Was that like your initial reaction when you heard I some mean, of the first songs? I think if if it if it had come out like now, that's probably like I'd be more appreciative of it. But I think like at, at 15 or however old I was, like I think I all I knew was this is different. Like this doesn't feel yeah. like any other music that I've heard before. And it's interesting. I mean, we'll get into it, but it's interesting that, you know, you look back through that album and there's, there's a lot of songs where he's, you know, singing and he's doing melodies and he's doing different stuff. And it's like, it's, he's doing all the same stuff that he's doing now, but he just was like doing it back then, but no one was really paying attention. Um, So I I think it's always been there, his like experimental nature. Um, I I think you bring up a good point, like with the chipmunk sound. Um, I remember everyone at that time, or at least people that I knew, so they might not be like the most intellectual people, but they all sort of like laughed at the sound um, and like the whole like chipmunk um, sound that got like attributed to him. Um, and they weren't really taking him seriously, but that was what was interesting to me. And I think for you too, that the sound was so different that it was yeah. sort of like, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested. Let's see how, you know, where this goes. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, his songs didn't sound like hip hop songs. They didn't sound right. like rap songs. Like he was considered a hip hop artist, but you almost like, didn't feel like you were listening to hip hop. Um, it just felt lighter. It just felt like it was just like a breath of fresh air. Like you were just having fun the whole time. So, so yeah. Um, all right. So getting into the categories. So the first one is best song. The reason I have best song is because I think that like that is a good indication of like how you feel. It's kind of like best scene from a movie. Like your best song, I think will explain like how you feel about that album. Um, my favorite song and what I think is the best song in the album is family business. That's a good choice. Yeah. What is yours? Um, I really like get them high. There's something about that song. I think that, you know, it's weird because listening to it now, like there is no, there's no samples on it or anything. Like it's just a very simple hip hop beat, but I don't know the way that he kind of, you know, raps on it, the like his flow. It's just like a really, really great song. Like it still holds up even, you know, 14 years later. Um, but I do think as a runner up, I do think Jesus walks, you know, the fact that he still performs that song, I think that that says a lot about like the, you know, the power of it, I guess you could say. Yeah, Jesus Walks is like it, it, it would be so inventive. It would just be such an original song. Like if it was released today, yeah. Um, I remember when it came out, it was just like, wow, this is like this has a story and a narrative attached to it, and it's just so unlike anything else that I'm seeing or hearing. But I mean, Get Him High is great. I loved. I actually was a, 
I, I mean, I still am, but I was a, a huge fan of Talib Kweli. So yeah. like, hearing him on the song, um, it was kind of like, you know, him kind of bringing me into Kanye West. But Family Business, I think, is, is just like one of his. I, I get I'm really drawn to like the personal songs that Kanye makes. So, you know, no, Family yeah. Business, you know, family business is that for me, uh, through the wire is great just because of like what it is. It's like a statement, but I'm also a huge, huge fan of both, uh, slow jams and never let me down. Yeah. Um, I love those songs. Yeah. 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 I never let me down is really good. Yeah. That's a really good song. Um, all right. So the next category, what's age the best do you think? Um, I think Jesus walks. I think it's, you know, I think like definitely like you, you know, get him high is, is still like a great song. Like you said, like 14 years later. But I think when I, um, when I just think about the, I guess, I guess, I don't know. I don't have a better word for it, but like the narrative of Jesus walks. Um, I just think it's, it's so right for, you know, then and now. So I think, I think that might be my answer for that. Yeah. I think, so I, I was a little like I wasn't sure what exactly, you know, what's age the best. So I just I was thinking more of like I think the mystique behind the album has aged the best because I think that the whole college dropout, I mean, people people like love this album. I think that yeah. even now today, you know, people still reference it. I would say it's one of the best debut albums from you know, from it's it's definitely up there in terms of a debut album um so i think the mystique behind it i think like the fact that people still talk about it people still reference it people always are like you know talking about that specific album i think that's probably what i would say is what what's aged um really well so on the flip side what do you think has aged the worst well, that's a really good answer. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, he, he, this, this is a great album because he kind of came out fully formed, right? Yeah. Like he's coming off. Basically, this album is saying I'm, I'm not just a producer. I'm also this like musician, artist, rapper. Um, what hasn't aged um, the best? That's really, really good uh, question. I, I was never a fan of. Um, of his skits <laughs> yeah and, and just like and just look, like looking at the track list i i feel like it hasn't aged well because i think that's like the one area where he was trying to do what what other people were also trying to do yep so if you take away the skits um i think you have like a well i mean i think it is like a like masterpiece anyway uh, like regardless but i think like the skits i think uh, there's like a few songs that i could definitely do without um other than that i don't i don't know if i have like a good answer for like what hasn't aged well because like when you look when you look at this album and you look at where he is now it's like two different people yeah so you could even say like that's the that's what hasn't aged well but i think that's what makes it so great yeah yeah no uh my answer is literally the same the skits (laughs) i think that I, i went in and i counted so there's seven there's seven skits. That's crazy. Three of them are named skit. And then yeah. there's four others that are, I think, like intros or outros or, or they're just like one minute or less type of like things. Yeah. This album, I mean, it could have been chopped, you know, seven songs could have been chopped off. It could have been probably 13 songs. It, yeah. I don't think it needed to be that long. But 
and it just hasn't aged well because nowadays I don't I don't think anyone listens to those skits now. Like they're just they they just seem very excessive now. I agree. And actually looking at the track looking at the track list, Breathe In, Breathe Out is probably it's it's a contender for like the worst song he's made. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. I think that's definitely one of them. Um it just yeah, I definitely think the skits are just like, you know, I don't know what he was thinking at that time, but Yeah. Um, all right, so the final category, um, overrated, underrated, or properly rated? What do you think of the college dropout? Um, just as the album, whether I think it's overrated, underrated? Um, um, yeah, just I guess in terms of you know like, the basically how people see the album. Yeah, like, Do you think yeah, it's yeah, overrated, yeah. underrated, or properly rated? You know, it has so much hype, right? Everyone yeah. loves it. Yep. Um, but I, I still might say underrated. Wow. Um, yeah. I think, okay. I, I think, um, I think it get. I definitely think it gets the respect it deserves and yeah. no one, no one sort of like in music or especially like fans of Kanye is going to say like college dropout doesn't get the recognition it deserves. But I think like kind of pulling back and looking at it a little bit further away, um, I think this is such a great debut. It's such a great statement. It, it's saying so many things. You've got songs like Through the Wire where he's literally um, like talking to you while in pain. You've got songs like Family Business. You have a 13-minute song um, that closes it out. I think it's just – I think it's wonderful. I just think in the, in, in, in the broader scheme of things, I think it's an underrated album. Yeah. Um I think yeah no you're right. I mean I for this I actually I said overrated because I just think that my whole theory on this is that I think that people people lump this together with the three albums that we're talking about, you know, the college dropout, late registration and graduation. I feel like people lump it all together because they kind of have the same theme. And yeah. I feel like because this was uh, you know, this, in my opinion, this was the best out of those three. I think people think it's way more incredible than it is. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, you can make the argument that it is underrated because for a debut, like you said, the things that he was doing with this album, the things that he was experimenting with, I don't think anyone's done that on a debut album before. So. I think you could go either way. He introduced a new aesthetic. He introduced a yeah. new sound. And, you know, yeah, for that, that's... But I, I definitely see where you're coming from. And I definitely think... Um, I mean, the guy's made so many masterpieces. So exactly, you, you yeah. could definitely make that argument. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like... All of his albums you could make the case are his best album. And I don't think any other artist has that distinction. Where yeah. you can make the case for any one of them. Um, all right, so let's jump into the next album. So Late Registration. Uh, let me run through some of the facts. It came out August 30th, 2005. Uh, singles off the album were Diamonds from Sierra Leone, Gold Digger, Heard Him Say, Touch the Sky, and Drive Slow. Again, it was 21 songs long. It sold 860,000 copies in the first week. And it went three times platinum in February 2006. And the Metacritic rating is 85 out of 100. Um, so yeah. rough, roughly the same. Yeah. Um, so what's the first memory you have with late registration? 
I was going to college. I was in college at the time and I was commuting about 15, 20 minutes to class. And uh, like college dropout um, was released when I was in high school. Yeah. And late, late registration came out, you know, I think the, like the year first year I was in college. So I was I was commuting to school and it was such a long drive. Well, long drive because it was just sort of like you know, hiking all the way up to classes and then, you know, with traffic and it was just like a great way to like listen to music. Yeah. Um, but, um, I like distinctly remember like all my classes were in the evening. And so I was driving stuck in traffic. I would have to park. It would take forever to get to class. And I was taking like math classes and, (laughs) um, my first memory of it is basically like all those rides to school. Um, I would listen to late registration. I would listen to it during my breaks. And I basically failed my first year of college because of late registration because I couldn't, I I couldn't leave the car. And I know that this sounds maybe like fake made up, but I was so in love with the album. Anytime I would have to go and grab food, um, I would sit in the car. I would just listen to it from front to back. And I basically more or less like I was more interested in the music than classes. Um, you can't blame me, you know, like who, who wants to be, you know, sitting in a math class anyway. So um, that was my first sort of um, my first uh, memory of it. When I think of late registration, I just I those are the days that I remember. And I just I honestly I just remember sitting in my car listening to this album. Wow, that's so that's so interesting because you know you've always you've mentioned that late registration is is one of your favorite, if not your favorite, and yeah. but like hearing you explain that, I totally am like thinking like, oh yeah, no wonder it's your favorite because you Why? have well because you have such a distinct memory with the album and yeah. it it kind of like you really gravitated towards it because of where you were in your life at the time. So it's yeah. it's interesting because like I don't know my first memory so you're a year older than me so mine it was my senior year of high school yeah and I just remember buying it and you know listening to you know Gold Digger a lot I mean Gold Digger was literally like that whole year I think it was everyone played it it was on the yeah. radio it was at every you know school dance we had it was just like the song and but that was it like i i don't have i don't have that deeper connection with the album other than like yeah it was a good album and i listened to it but like i don't know i i don't have that same connection yeah that's crazy to me we've talked about late registration probably more than any other album of his yeah um and um I know you're not as big of a fan um, as I am. I think a lot of a lot of this is associated to like your memory of of these albums, where yeah. you were in your life when you heard them, um, the circumstances of it all. And actually, that's going to be like a big theme, I think, when we get to like um, the next sort of like chapter, the next yeah. like uh, three. And I don't want to talk about it now, but we'll talk about it later. Um, but definitely, um, definitely all of that. What's interesting to me, like Gold Digger, I, I was like so happy when that song was released because it like brought him to the mainstream and like this artist that I had been listening to for like two years now, um, other people kind of got it. It was more accessible, but when I was obsessed with this album, that's not the song, um, that I was listening to the songs that I was listening to like religiously was, roses and addiction 
and great songs by Go- the way. Gone. Yeah, and yeah. like these are the songs and the reason why I think I was so interested in those songs in the album is just because of like the structure of them, right? Like there's songs on this album that are a minute long. Yeah. And so I was and I was like I was I was at I was at this point where I was I was realizing like oh, songs can be just one verse, you know? And so these are the things that I was like really obsessed with. Yeah. No, definitely. Um uh, so yeah, so leading into the the first category, so what is your what's the best song? Do you think? Okay, well, the best song on this album is also my favorite song, and it's also the best song Kanye's made. Oh, and, <laughs> and you already know my answer. It's Hey Mama. Yeah, that's mine too. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that. So that's my my vote for best song, but also <clears throat> that's my vote for what's aged the best because. I think that that song, you know, he obviously created that song for his mom before she passed away. And I just think that now it's become such an even more powerful song. So that was my vote for what's aged the best because I, that's such a great song. And, you know, it's it's one of my favorites that he's ever done. Um, 100% like Hey Mama could have been released before she passed away, after she passed away. It could have been released then. It could have been released like today. Um, it's everything that is meaningful to him. Like in order, like to really understand Kanye, you have to understand, you know, that what he's kind of gone through personally. Um, he's saying everything, he, everything he needs to say in this song. It's also the most beautiful song he's ever written. It's, it's also, it's got such like beautiful, um, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just beautifully produced. But with that said, I have to sort of like give my one B to gone because yeah. I, I love gone and I like flip flop back, back and forth between this. Um, I, I think, Hey mama, just because of like what it is, but gone is an absolute masterpiece. I think that's probably aged the best. I'm looking at the track list on my iTunes. And what's interesting is like, I see how many times I've played it. And like, <laughs> e- even with college dropout, like family business had the most plays and with, uh, late registration gone has the most plays, oh, but wow. I think, I, I think gone has, um, has aged the best for me because it is, I don't know. It's unlike anything that it, it's, 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 it's like a movie. Um, yeah. I think so. No, no, you're absolutely right. That was, that was my runner up as well. I think that that's just one of the best songs from that album. Um, I think it's honestly maybe one of the best songs he's ever done. I think, you know, it's it's a really good song. Um, so, all right. What's age? Uh, so you kind of answered what's age the best. So what's age the worst? Do you think? I love this album. That's, that's a very difficult question. Um, (laughs) um, I, I don't I loved Drive Slow when it came out. I loved Crack Music when it came out, but I don't know. I, and I still listen to these songs, but I don't yeah. know if if those. I mean, I, I'm still not a fan of the skits. I think I could like carry that until like he stopped doing skits. Yeah. Um, I I definitely think I think those are the big ones. Like My Way Home as well. So yeah, I think I think those probably. Um, my. My answer for what's aged the worst was just Gold Digger because I think that even though it's a great song, I think that the radio play of it and the fact that Kanye's even said in interviews that like the only reason he did it was to kind of get a check or to kind of like 
put himself out there more. I think that you can maybe make the case that like that hasn't aged well because now like now he, well he's married to Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is interesting the way that his career trajectory changed after he released Gold Digger, but yeah. I don't know. I think that that's probably in my opinion because like now when I hear it, I'm just like, uh, because it's like you know you've yeah. heard it a million times now. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, that would probably be my answer. So right. overrated, underrated, or properly rated? What do you think? Uh- underrated <laughs> yeah I was, I was gonna say i think you're gonna say underrated um, um yeah how do you feel uh i i said properly rated because i think that from the people that i've seen that have like ranked kanye's albums i think late registration is usually in the middle um of what most people would say i think sometimes it's at the at the top sometimes it's in the middle but no one really hates it, I don't think. So I think overall, I think it's probably properly rated. I think people usually think of it as one of one of the good ones. I think um, I think a lot of people think, and I, I, well, everyone I think thinks uh, "Fantasy" is probably like his best. That's uh, yeah, best album like production wise. Yep. But I think I think it's late registration. It's like it's a symphony, and I think um, I think this is like the most epic thing he's ever done. Um, and I know we're going to talk about all of the other albums, but I want to give like a special like um, acknowledgement to this album. I think it might be his best album, and I yeah. obviously flip flop. But I think in terms of like production value, and in terms of like the theme, I think this is the best one yet. Yeah, no, I I think it's I think it's pretty incredible. Like if you look at it, you know, if you go through the track list and you look at it now, like it really is an incredible second album and there's no drop off whatsoever. You know, you could say that it was a step up from College Dropout. Like he's he's basically excelling at everything that he did on College Dropout. So it is really good. You know, I've I've kind of gone back and forth on whether or not I like the album at all, but I think that obviously you have a stronger connection to it, but I think that, I think it's good. I don't think it's, you know, on the level of maybe some other albums that I really love, but it's definitely a great album. I think more so with any other album, this is one where like songs were not meant to be played like individually, you know, yeah. like there's definitely like gold digger, you know, there's there, like diamonds. I love diamonds. I love the, the, yeah. the one with Jay-Z better actually. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like the songs on this album are just like not it's it's like a start to finish album more than anything else that he's done. And I just love that about it where you kind of like sit there for an hour and just like listen to this like orchestral masterpiece. That's a really that yeah, that's a really good point actually. Cause I think that there's other albums later on that I don't think have that same quality. Um where you can listen to like you have to listen to the whole project to really understand how great it is there's obviously some that i think are like that like 808s but i think that there's others that you know don't fit that that category um all right so let's get to the third and final one so graduation um just to run off some facts it came out september 11th 2007 the singles off the album were Can't Tell Me Nothing, Stronger, Good Life, Flashing Lights, and Homecoming. It's 13 songs long, so he finally got rid of the skits. 
and it sold 957,000 copies in the first week, and it went two times platinum in October 2007. The Metacritic rating is 79 out of 100, which I found that surprising. I thought it would be higher. But what was the what was the release of this again? Uh, September 11th, 2007. Okay. Yeah. So, what's your first memory with graduation? So, I had just gotten into a relationship. And, um, all the different areas in my life, you know, took a hit. I wasn't, you know, I I was less interested in, you know, I wasn't paying as much attention to music and film and all of these different things because I was now interested in someone else. Um, I, I say that because when all, all these other albums were kind of coming out, I was giving it sort of like all the attention that they deserved. Right now, suddenly I was a little bit more busy and I wasn't like sitting in my car by myself listening to music. So graduation came out during that time and I wasn't as like focused with like, Oh, Kanye's got a new album coming out. I'm going to give it all my attention. And so by extension, my memory of this album, my first memory of this album is sort of like, I definitely, you know, I definitely went out of my way to hear it as soon as it came out. But I didn't sort of like listen to the nuances of the album. I wasn't sort of like paying attention to like, what does this mean for Kanye's, um, you know, third album? And so my early, my first memories are sort of like, wow, you know, this isn't as, um, as interesting as like college dropout, late registration, which were just like so beautifully composed. Graduation kind of just felt like he, he was like, he just kind of, you know, more or less pulled it out of nowhere. I also remember that he had that sort of like head to head with uh, 50 cent and yeah. was what well, they were sort of like, I guess it was all like marketing, right. Where they were like battling it out, like who has the best album. And I yeah, kind of yeah. got, I, that kind of turned me off of like Kanye becoming this sort of like really mainstream, like artist who, um, who I wasn't really as like interested in. So that was my first sort of like memory and impression of it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, my first memory was living in L.A. Um, I just I remember being excited for the album to drop and just being kind of intrigued by it, but not really knowing because obviously late registration, I didn't have that strong connection with it. So I was kind of just like, you know, yeah, it'll be good, but I don't know if it's going to, you know, make me go crazy um, over it. So. I remember buying it and then what I remember is I remember going to Best Buy and there was like a table set up and it was like half the table was graduation and the other half was 50 cents album. I don't know what album it was, but I I remember thinking like I felt weird only buying one. So I remember buying both and I don't know why I bought both because I don't think I ever really listened to that 50 cent album, but the whole the thing about this album is like most people like you said like most people remember that head to head that he clearly won but it was a weird thing that he was trying to do like trying to like compete with another rap artist yeah that had a different style than him that had a different aesthetic than him that just like i don't know like the, even the album covers are so drastically different um so yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird first memory to have, but that would be my first memory. Well, well, well that's interesting to me that um, you weren't as big of a fan of late registration. So by like nature, you weren't as excited for graduation. Yeah, 
So I guess I'd never thought of that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, it was one of those things where I was like, it sounds interesting. Obviously like the first single before the album came out was, um, can't tell me nothing. And I think stronger people had started playing stronger. So it was definitely like, Oh, this is interesting. But you know, even now when I look at it on his catalog, I'm kind of like, Oh yeah, that's pretty nice. Like it's, it's, you know, there's good songs, but it's nothing that I'm like crazy over. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that maybe him doing that whole thing with 50 cent, like made it kind of worse in the long run. Yeah. Um, all right. So what, what's your vote for best song? Good morning. Good morning. All right. Um, I'm, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of drunken hot girls. And I think I'm the only one. Um, I think you're the only one too. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've always wanted to meet someone else who, who liked that song (laughs) as much as I do. It's not, it's barely even a song. I think that's why I like it. It's just like them saying drunken hot girls like over and over again. Um, but I think Good Morning is just like such an original song. I love it. It's such a great opening too. Yeah. Uh, my vote is Can't Tell Me Nothing. And I think the reason is because and what at that time, I don't think that was my favorite song. But when I heard it, when I heard him perform it yeah, and I heard the crowd sing along to it, I think I was like, wow, this is a really powerful song. So... That's I would probably say can't tell me nothing because I think it still it still applies even today to like if you know if Kanye sings it now people still get excited about it so you've made a really good point with can't tell me nothing you once said that you can put that that's the one song of his that you can put on any album he's made and it would fit yeah I remember so, saying, I remember having that discussion yeah there's yeah. there's a few songs I think but that's one of them that you could really have it on any single one because it's still applicable and it's still like the lyrics are still like, they still make sense. It's like a quintessential, like Kanye West song. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so what do you think has aged the best? I, I think stronger maybe, you know, I think like stronger, I remember when stronger came out, I was like, Ooh, I like these sounds. And, um, and I was sort of like, Oh, Kanye's like really finding, you know, this, this, like he's taking like the things that he's really good at and experimenting with these like weird sounds and, um, he's putting them all together. Um, so there's like, there's a, there's quite a few songs here that I really like, but I think that is like, that would still like be, you know, on, on the radio stations, um, today. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, my vote is actually stronger as well. And I think overall though, more than just stronger, I think the, the risks that he took with this album, I think the fact that, you know, he had Takashi Murakami do the cover art he You're did right. flashing lights, which was like sounded so weird at that time. I remember being like, "What? What is this?" So he took a lot of risks with this album. There's a couple. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of songs that sound like quintessential Kanye, but there's a lot of songs that sound really weird, like Drunken Hot Girls. Like, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. sound really, really different. And I think that he was probably just experimenting with sounds. At that time. I, th- I think you're right. I think the thing that's probably aged well is 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 like the Murakami like collaboration because now his like he, he that was like the first time he really collaborated with like this outside artist. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that's such a big part of what he does. Yeah. Um, 
so I think that's probably it. Um, all right. So on the flip side, what do you think has aged the worst? Um, I'm, I've never been a fan of I Wonder. Yeah. And, and even like Big Brother. I know people like that song, but I think I think those songs are just they don't I don't know. They don't I, I don't think they were great back then. And I definitely don't think they've aged well now. Um, I also think like what hasn't aged well is kind of if we're speaking a little bit more broadly is the 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 style that was attributed to him at this time. Like, isn't this when he was wearing the sunglasses and like the really yeah. funky period in his life? So like, I can't imagine Kanye wearing like the, you know, pink polos like anymore from like college dropout days. But I like that style of his. And that was like, so, you know, distinct to him. Yeah. But what he was doing during graduation time, I think, I think looking back on it hasn't aged really well. No. Yeah, I agree. I think that, uh, my, so my answer was drunken hot girls. Cause I don't think I, I just don't like that song at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I think that, yeah, I think you're absolutely right on a bigger note. I think that whole aesthetic that he was going for at that time, it just, you look at it now and it's just like, it doesn't fit with anything. Like late registration and college dropout kind of go together because, you know, they're kind of like in, in terms of aesthetic, but this one is just like kind of way out there. And even what follows after this, which is 808s, it's just another departure. So it's like graduation is like its own thing that just existed for like a year. And then it just like, he moved on to something else. But, you know, I think it's, it's an interesting time period in terms of like his career, but it really hasn't aged well. I don't think. Well, I'll I'll say this, um, college dropout and late registration are older albums than graduation, but graduation is the one that like feels like it was from like another time period. And I don't yeah. mean that in a good way. Um, and also, I mean, if I haven't made it like clear enough, like this is definitely my least favorite album of this. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's still like a really solid album overall. Um, I think, you know, sometimes I forget about just like how great he is overall. Um, but you know, if I'm just comparing it to all of his other works, this is definitely my least favorite by far. For sure. So, so leading into that, so over, do you think it's overrated, underrated, or properly rated? It's overrated. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the same thing. I think it's overrated, but I think you can make the case that it's properly rated because I think most people agree with with you in terms of it being on the lower end of his albums. Um, I don't know. That's just my, my opinion. What, I mean, do you kind of agree or not really? I, I guess I agree with that because, you know, there's definitely like, there's people who love fantasy and 808s and Jesus and late registration. There's so many people that love college dropout. I, I think graduation is the one album that I think like most people, like I don't, I haven't really seen anyone who has graduation as number one on their list. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I guess my answer to that is like, if it's not at the bottom of your list and it's an overrated album, I just, it's such a, it's, it's not a misstep. It's, it's just, it, it doesn't have like the, the care and attention to detail as the other ones. Um, it just feels like a selection of good songs to me. Yeah, I agree. There's no real theme. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe maybe that's the theme. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So that's it for those three. Um, so I guess we'll 
talk about the next three on the next podcast. But thank you for joining me on this episode. And any any last words you want to say about the first three albums? No, it was fun. These are these are definitely um, great works to talk about, and kind of breaking them up really um, gives perspective to all the work that he's done. Um, as far as these three go, you know, definitely late registration is my absolute favorite um, of the three. Um, but it's so interesting to talk about like early Kanye and um, and really kind of delving into all the different songs he's done. So I appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. All right, I'll see you on the next episode then. Cool. Thank all you. Right. Bye. I'd like to thank Armin Kara Oglanian for being on the podcast. Like I said, uh, this is the first episode of a three-part series. So if you like what you heard, check out the next two episodes and subscribe to the podcast. You can also contact me at majorlyminorpodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. Thank you so much.